Good Friday morning to you. Welcome back to Brewers Briefing. It is a feel-good Friday. How you doing out there this morning? Hope you're doing fantastically. Thanks for tuning in. You want to get involved, you can. Give us a call on the Brew Lines this morning. We want to talk to you. Or if you can call us on the Wendy Chevy text line. Did I say text me or call me? Anyway, you can text me on the Wendy Chevy text line. That's what I was trying to say. The number 918-756-3646. And again, text or call. Same number. Does it all. 918-756-3646. Everybody come on in and let's settle in. Have a good time this morning. It's a beautiful morning out there. You been outside yet? Good good morning. Uh, get a, get a few texts here coming in. Coming in. Come on in. It's a beautiful day. It's September 29th. About to wrap out September already. Can you believe that? October is just right over there. It's coming. And so good morning, David, to your partner. Appreciate you texting in the good morning Friday. Let's see who else we got on the windy Chevy text line. You guys are awesome. There's Tony. Good morning, Brewer. What else does she say? It's a feel good Friday in all caps. Got another good morning, Brooks. Good morning, Fayroy's in there. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Thanks for t- texting in there. Appreciate that. That's always awesome. Got the crew on board today. So we love your good morning text and just it's awesome. Just jump in there and don't be afraid. Okay, we do podcast the program. We throw it out there in the podcast world, which is Apple, Spotify, and Google and other places. It's called Brewers Briefing in case you ever want to know that or you want to turn your friends on to the best program out there, Saving America, one broadcast at a time, <laughs> little by little. <laughs> but we're doing our part, are we not? Yes, we are. Uh, doing what we can. Let's see what the weather's doing on out there. It's pretty dead gum nice. 65 degrees at Okmulgee Municipal Airport. That's the official temperature for the National Weather Service. And we're looking for a warm day today, 90 degrees, lots of sunshine, clear overnight, 67, going to be 90 tomorrow, sunshine, 67 overnight, just a holding pattern, pretty much 90 on Saturday and Sunday. It says upper 80s. We'll, we'll go with upper 80s, okay, instead, a little bit a little bit cooler, a little nice. Monday, let's look next week, 89, sunshine, Tuesday, 86, and sunny, let's see, what do we got, mid-60s overnight. And Wednesday, a little cooler, 82, and a slight chance of a shower on Wednesday. That's what I got. It's as far out as I can see. Okay. Now, they will tell us we'll be underwater in you know 50 years from now, but they can't get past Wednesday. <laughs> anyway, that's the weather. What the temperatures are around the state, I don't know. We got 55 in the Panhandle. That's cool. Boise City out there is cool. Mom, you're about 65 out in the western part of the state. 72 in the middle. Let's see, who's the hottest spot? It could be 72 in Buffalo. What's up with Buffalo? It's always the warm little hot spot up near the panel. Wait, no. You follow us at 74. You win the prize for the hottest spot today. You're awesome like that. Okay, we got text coming in here on the Wendy Chevy text line. Did you hear DeSantis say that Trump is the cause of inflation? <sighs> I did not watch the debate. Did y'all watch the debate? Other night? I caught a couple of clips of it. I went into the bedroom. The mother-in-law was watching it. And so I, I went in there to take a look-see. And I saw some fuzzing back and forth, <laughs> shouting and, and all that. You know, it's kind of a fiasco. Um, I did not hear DeSantis say that Trump is the cause of inflation. However, I think what he was alluding to, possibly... 
was the spending that Trump did. Now, Trump raised the deficit, what was it, eight trillion, seven trillion? It's a big number. Trump was no conservative on the money side. He, he spent money like everybody else spends money. And government spending is what causes inflation. That's, that's I think, the point. So it's, it's when the government spends more money and throws money out into the economy, gives you checks, you know, COVID checks and just spending and printing money is what causes inflation. So whether that's under Trump or somebody else or whoever it is, that's big reason for inflation right there. So I didn't hear that. I, I've heard, and you people can tell me what you think. I heard that DeSantis won the debate. I've heard two things. I heard Trump won the debate because <laughs> he wasn't even there. And I've heard <clears throat> DeSantis won the debate pretty much. Uh, that's what I'm hearing. What say you people? Uh, you know, I still like the guy from North Dakota. What's his, I can't remember get his name because he's so unknown to me, but he'll, he has no chance. I don't think he's got no, well, he can't, he can't even remember his name. That's one thing, but I, I, you know, I just, pff, all the rest of them, <laughs> I tell you what, and Pence is the worst up there on the stage. Pence is terrible. He's terrible. I, I, there's something about the guy. I cannot stand him. He's just, I don't know if he's just so phony or he comes across that way to me. He just, I just, his whole demeanor, I just can't stand it. Like my radar is going off like phony, but you're bugged. Yeah, I don't like it. And I, you know, I can't stand the guy at all. Anyway, um, who else? Tim Scott. I don't like him either. I, I don't like him. I don't like his, how he comes out. I'm liking Vivek Ramaswamy less and less all the time. Um, who else? Nikki Haley. I'm not a big Haley fan. Who else was up there? Uh, what's his name? The New Jersey guy, Chris Christie. Now, Chris, here's what I like. I don't like Chris Christie as a candidate. Okay, don't get me wrong. But he is, uh, he's not a robot. He, he's, I, I think he, uh, he comes across as real to me. Like he's, he's genuine. He's real. He, he's just, you know, I don't think he's a good candidate. I think he's, I don't like him, but I think his delivery is pretty good. Um, who else? Is that, is that the whole crew up there? Anyway, I don't know. It's. It's such a jacked up deal. I'm telling you why this whole thing is so weird. Our politics are weird in America. <laughs> Joe, are you kidding me? So stupid. Anyway, got a couple more texts here. Good morning, Brooks. Good morning to you. Thank you very much. Good morning, Pam. Welcome to the show. Glad to have you. Bye, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Breaking news. I didn't hear this. Tony says... Just on the news, Diana Feinstein passed away at age 90. Oh my goodness, that is that is breaking news. Let me just flip over here on the on the X and see if we've got got that in the news somewhere. Breaking out here on the old Twitter. I, I can't get used to calling it X. That just seems weird to me. You know what I'm saying? Wow, that's I heard that she wanted to stay in office until 2025, but yeah, here it is here. Breaking news, breaking news. Senator Dianne Feinstein, a trailblazer of U.S. politics, longest serving woman in the Senate dies at age 90. Well, there you go. Breaking right here. Thank you, Tony, for that. Well, who's going to take her place? I wonder, I don't even know who's, I know there's people out there trying to run and stuff like that. So. 
90 years old in the Senate still. I, I think there needs to be an age limit. Really, don't you? <laughs> I mean, we talked about this once before. Remember the priesthood in, in the Bible? Remember that? Remember the Bible, that book that we used to read back in the day? And the priesthood had a an age limit. You remember, remember what it was? Age limit to go in, age limit you got to get out. 30 to 50 for the priesthood. Now, I, I don't know if that's, uh, you know, for every position in, in, in <laughs> I mean, Moses was older than that, right? He was, he was older than 50 when he was ruling the country, but <laughs> he was Moses, right? And these, these people are no Moses. That's for sure. And anyway, I, I so anyway, that's news. Thank you for that. And we'll follow up and see what happens in that spot. Okay. All right. Okay. So that's that. What else? We got somebody else texting in. You guys are jumping in there. The debate was a joke, says one listener. The overwhelming winner was Donald Trump. Well, so there you go. I mean, you know, I don't know. So it's just, it's one of these deals picking these candidates like there's not going to be a candidate that we love from top to bottom. It's just not going to happen. And that's okay. It's just like we talk about with our, our people that we interview here, the, you know, Senator Mullen and Langford and different ones. We like a lot of the stuff that they do. And then we don't like some of the stuff they do. And that's, that's going to be the way it is. That's just, okay. That's common sense. Kind of figure that out. And it's kind of that way with, when I think about Trump, I've always been a Trump supporter, voted for him twice. And there's a lot of things I like about Trump, a lot of things I don't like about Trump. So I'm, you know, I've got mixed emotions about the guy. I like some of his policies and then I don't like some of the things he does. I think he's, and here's some of the things that I don't like about him. And he's not, I think he's the kind of guy that'll tell you what you want to hear a lot of the times. When he's asked a question like, can a man become a woman? Well, uh, he's, yeah, I might need to answer this so that I don't, you know, piss everybody off. And I got to answer it, you know, in a certain kind of way that I don't, you know, it's, and that's, it's politics. It's like, you know, that's not, that's not an internal conviction. It's just what politically do I need to, how do I need to handle this? Instead of saying, hell no. He's like, well, you know, I think it's, you know, some people think, and I think, and I don't know. He him hauled around about it. And then the same thing about the abortion question. He, he was talking about, well, would you sign this ban at 15 weeks? And well, you know, people are talking about 15 weeks now, blah, blah, blah. And, well, what about the, the heartbeat bill like they did down in Florida? And so just to come out and bash DeSantis, oh, that was a terrible thing. Oh, that's terrible. I think it's horrible. Really? Really? So saving the little babies who can't be aborted after a heartbeat is, is heard is a terrible thing. Okay. So that's what I'm talking about right there. It's not principled. It's just politics. And he's trying to say the right thing. Just, kind of, that bothers me a little bit about Trump. However, and you go back on the other side, you look at the policies under Trump. There was no wars going on, at least in our neighborhood. We were not part of any of that. There was no Russian war. It was, it was, none of that started, you know, it was, it was relative peace. His policies, I mean, he did so much good, right? So the peace accords, the Abraham uh, accords, and, and, and so much. So many things, the economy, gas prices, on and on. All right, so that was good. There's good and bad. You know, and it's, it's, you know. Now, with DeSantis, 
I haven't seen a whole lot of bad yet. I, I like the guy. I think he's principled. I think he's a good Christian guy. And I think he's a good business leader. And it, Florida's doing well. And so I, I don't know. I haven't seen a whole lot I don't like about DeSantis yet. I'm, I'm waiting. There, there's things that come up once in a while. People are like, oh, he's in the tank. He's got the pack money. I don't know something. But I haven't seen a whole lot that really turns me off about DeSantis. I'm keep looking. We got a while. So I don't have to make a decision yet. But right? Right. Okay. All right. We're just getting off to a quick start today, you people. Getting after it. What else do we have in the in news out there? I didn't. I woke up a little bit late. I woke up. The coffee was grinder was the coffee grinder is my alarm. I have this special coffee maker, and it uh, it grinds the beans right before it brews them. So see, it's fresh. I know, kind of a coffee snob. And when I hear the grinder go off, that's my alarm. I, I'm a light sleeper like that. So I heard it this morning go off. Then I start my gratitude prayer, all the things I'm grateful for. And then I fell back asleep, <laughs> which doesn't happen often, but it did today. So I kind of got a little bit of a late start, and which means we, we may or may not have enough news. We'll see what we got here. All right, so here's a story, local kind of regional story here in Oklahoma story from KOKH Fox 25 in Oklahoma City. Wendy... Sowers is reporting and she's talking about a tax cut. If, uh, governor is interested in tax cut, we'll see what she has to say here and what the governor has to say. Play play. Our state superintendent today at his board of education meeting said he wants to cut education by $47 million. Do you support that? You know, I don't think we should cut education at all. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to speak to what he said. I, I didn't hear him. But no, we're going to continue to invest in our teachers, invest in our schools. You're not about cutting education. You're making that very clear today. Oh, I, I've put more money in education than any other governor in history. My last five years, we put more money in public education than the 25 years before I got here. And we're going to continue that investment. So, so there's that locally. And, and I didn't, I didn't either hear Walters, but from what I gather from just perusing around this morning and whatnot is that Walters is trying to get the, the crap out of the schools, you know, the, the, the indoctrination stuff and, uh, the bad stuff and the, yeah, whatever it is, critical race theory or pornography or whatever all's happening in our schools. And he's proposing a $47 million cut evidently. And the governor's like, not for that. And Howard, to to rebut the governor's uh, numbers, David Walters tweets out this morning also, just to be clear, the David Walters administration increased the public school funding by in four years by 38%, according to the Associated Press. The Stitt administration increased same by 5% in four years. Finally, in five years, they increased by 23%, which equals 28%, which is less than 38 So... <laughs> Maybe somebody's got their numbers off. We don't know, but David Walters tweeting out this morning, like, hey, hang on a minute, pal. We did more than you. <clears throat> so I, I don't know. Anyways, it's worth kind of kicking around, I guess, and thinking about it. it. Sounds good that he's putting that kind of money in education. That's good. Okay, what is this? Let's get another text here. What you know about the alarm that will go off on 10-4 at 
on 10-4 at 2.30. What you know. What do you, what do you say? Your alarm goes off at 2.30? That's insanity. What are you doing? What, what, what are you doing that early? That's ridiculous. And somebody's looking for a propane tank. We'll save that for Tradio. Okay, right there. Tradio coming up at 9 o'clock right after the program. So, let's see. What else have we got? Let's see. We got a news. We got news. What do we have? Did anybody watch Elon Musk down at the border? You know who Elon Musk is, right? Everybody knows Elon Musk, but he's, 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 he's one of the richest guys in the world. Young guy, smart guy. <clears throat> he, he went down to the southern border, down to Eagle Pass, Texas, to see what's going on. He's like, you know, everybody's talking about this thing. He wanted to go down there and see what's going on. So he live streamed it from his telephone and interviewed uh, Representative Tony Gonzalez at the border and different ones down there, the sheriffs and whatnot. And they were just talking all about it, like how bad it is and getting the inside story right from the border. What you see is what I see, he said. So he live streamed. I watched, I watched a good little bit of it, actually. And it is, it is a disaster. And Elon Musk asked the question, why are our politicians so much more concerned about the Ukrainian border than our own border? Now, at Eagle Pass, they've had around 700,000 just at that one location, okay, come in in the last, I think it was the last year. Yeah, it's, it's 2,000 a day which is more than the population of Wyoming, for example. And, and Musk made that point. He's like, you, you realize that's more. Yeah, 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 we realize. And we're, we're, we're overrun. Like, we're, we're beyond our capabilities down here to, to handle any of this. And that's just, that's just at Eagle Pass. It, it, you know, you add them all up. That was one day last week. It was 11,000, came across in one day, and that number is continuing to grow. And it's just, it, it's, of course, it's a disaster. And thank God you got people like him going down there and trying to get this out. And he's got a big voice, obviously, big following on X. And so he put that out there, and, and that's good. And, and, and he's encouraging people to get on their phones and do citizen journalism. He said, that's the way we're going to change the world, not through this lamestream media like, like it's always been done in the past. It's got to be this new get your phone out, do some journalism. And put it out there. The problem, I, I, you know, with that is, I guess sometimes it goes viral. You know, you would think this program <laughs> would go viral. Not yet. We're still waiting on that day, that moment. But, but he did go down there and try to expose some stuff. So we'll see if anything comes of it. It is shocking to me that the governor's not doing any more than he's doing. The the feds. <laughs> I just, I have to believe that they're going to try to give these people all amnesty one day and call give them a right to vote. That's the whole point. If they come in by the millions and vote Democrat, then, then everybody's screwed. And that's it. That's, that's the end of the game. And I guess unless we all register as Democrats and then... <laughs> You know, I don't know. Anyway, it's a disaster. It's happening. Here's a call coming in. Let's see what we got here on the phone line. Hi, thanks for calling the Brewers Briefing. You're on the air. 
Yeah, uh, Tradio coming on or late when? Yeah, it's coming on, but not till 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock. Thank you, buddy. You betcha. Thank you, Captain. Appreciate that. 9 o'clock Tradio. It's a popular show. Okay. What do we got? 824? Taking a quick break. Pay a bill or two. We'll come right back. You stay with us here on Brewer's Briefing. Thank God it's Friday. Well, I thank God for every day, but I really thank God for Fridays, don't you? Absolutely. So feel good Friday right here on The Brew. The Brewer's Briefing. Thanks for joining in here. You didn't have to, but here you all are. Thanks so much. That's are awesome. Y'all ought to hear Scott Fettgetter sing that song. I'm telling you what, Representative Fettgetter, he's a drummer, you know, and he, he's a singer too. But dude could sing ACDC like nobody I've ever seen. Pretty awesome stuff. If you ever see him, ask him to do a little ACDC for you. <laughs> we haven't talked to him in forever. We need to get him on this on this show. By gosh, what's he been doing? What is happening else in news? Let's just keep rolling down the pike. Did you see this breaking news? You ready? Hang on. Where is it? Right here it is. Here it is. Stand by. Melania Trump is renegotiating the prenuptial agreement. Yes, it's true. Evidently, of course, according to sources, an insider told me, no, told this other people, the agreement between a couple who married in 2005 over the last year, Melania and her team have been quietly negotiating a new post-nup agreement between herself and the Trumpster. The source further said this is at least the third time Lonnie has renegotiated the terms of her marital agreement. But, hang on, don't get too excited. The source also said this is not because the first lady is going anywhere. Okay? She's not. According to this, anyway, she's not going anywhere. She's just trying to get stuff prepared for the not-so-little man anymore, who's now 17, Barron, see? Barron is 17, and, of course, all of Trump's financial woes with all of the lawsuits and the defamation cases that he's losing, et cetera, et cetera, is, is, you know, it's, it's attacking the old empire. And Melania is trying to make sure that, you know, her, her kid's going to get all the money that he's got coming to him, same as everybody else about maintaining the increasing substantial trust their son, Baron, who's 17 now. And he's, he's like seven feet tall. Have you seen this kid? He's, he's up there, dude. It's a tall family. Like they're, they're all kind of giants. They really are. Uh, even yeah, he's taller than Trump, man. He's just stretching on out there. So anyway, if you hear the news about the prenup, I just gotta let, let you know, she's not, this is supposedly not about any kind of divorce or anything like that. It's just rearranging the old, you know, finances so that the boy gets all the billions he needs. He's got coming to him. See, can you imagine that conversation? How this, well, he needs that hundred million set over there and that 400 million over there and this trust fund over there. And he needs to get that golf course from that hotel. And God, ah, wouldn't that be, it wouldn't be nice. Wouldn't be nice. Just dream a little bit about it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be married to Donald Trump. I know that for sure. Anyway, that's, that's news. That's out there. You're welcome. Okay. You've been keeping up with this impeachment stuff, the, the hearings, the, the six-hour hearing yesterday, the impeachment stuff. 
the Democrats think it's a course of fiasco and they're they're surrounding their guy. All the Republicans are on attack. The House, uh, the three House chairman leading the impeachment inquiry against uh, Oatmeal Joe, plugs Biden as Rush used to call him, told fellow lawmakers Wednesday that the president's family collected at least fifteen million in foreign funds, and that there is evidence that the Justice Department obstructed federal agents from pursuing evidence leading to the White House. Wow. Department of Justice personnel blocked avenues of inquiry that could have led to evidence incriminating President Biden and impeded efforts to prosecute, not prostitute, but prosecute Hunter Biden for tax crimes relating to foreign business arrangements that could have implicated President Biden, according to Representative James Comer, Jim Jordan, and Jason Smith. They wrote a 30-page memo to colleagues on the eve of the first impeachment inquiry hearing into Congress. Unknown caller caller coming in again. Let's see who we have on the line. Good morning. Thanks for calling here on the air. Hey, good morning, Mr. Brooks. This is Ivan Funk with Wendy Chevrolet. Ivan Funk, Wendy Chevrolet. I'm good, sir. How are you this morning? Oh, doing good. I'd just like to check on everybody since we got homecoming here and old monkey going on, and we got some good specials. Well, let's hear about it. Let's hear about your specials out of Wendy Chevrolet. Well, we're going to try to do whatever we can to make anything happen today. And if they'll come out and just mention my name today, we'll give them $200 off on any vehicle right then and there. Oh, yeah? Just okay. to get it started. Mention the funk. Yeah. Ivan Funk. Got to mention the name. Yeah, mention, <laughs> mention me out there. Come see me, and I'm getting 200 bucks off of anything they look at today. and We'll go from there and finish your deal. I've been saying that, you know, that you guys are coming to the end of the month, and car dealers, you know, got to hit those numbers. And so that means they're going to yes, be making sir. deals, right? So it's like, man, they're ready to make some deals, right? <laughs> we are. Yeah. We're ready today. And let's see, we got so, the oil change thing stops tomorrow. It's over tomorrow, right? Yeah, I'm going to try to see if we can't continue that on. Well, let me know because I know that that's a heck of a deal. And, and I uh, I know there's been a lot of people going. I talked to your service department this week. They said, yeah, you guys have been busy mm-hmm. doing oil changes. So that's great. 30 bucks Very for a good. gas. We're and, really trying to help. Yeah, 60 for diesel. That's an awesome deal right there, man. I mean, just trying to help everybody out this day and time right now. What's uh, you so got, you got tight, pretty, so. pretty good pretty good inventory out there? Yes, sir. We've sold quite a bit this week, but we still have good inventory when you just get anything they want. Got a couple of pickups, maybe? You got some pickups out there? Yes, sir. You awesome. bet we got some pickups, a lot of good gas saver cars and some one-tons and all kinds of specials. Okay. All right. Well, get out to Wendy Chevrolet. Hey. Say Ivan Funk. Look for Mr. Funk. That ought to be easy to remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Burr. Thank you, partner. Appreciate your call. Oh. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, Mr. Funk right there. So there you go. Extra couple hundred bucks. I mean, it's worth something. Bye, guys. It's worth $200. What's worth. So if you need a car, they're, they're making deals, really. Seriously. Go, go, go out there. Just... Just go out there, even if you don't want to buy a car, and say, I'm looking to buy a car. Uh, where, where's Mr. Funk? All right, so do that. Okay. So anyway, there's all this evidence floating around about the Biden deal, according to sources and stuff, and the Republicans. Democrats say there is no evidence. You got no evidence. This is all a hoax and blah, blah, blah. It's such a... Fiasco. He just wears me out. Wears me out.
just get to the bottom of it and get him get him impeached. Can we do that? Okay. All right. Okay. What else is this? Some other political news. Top GOP donors. This is interesting. Top GOP donors to converge in Virginia to convince Youngkin to be a Trump alternative. This is new news to me. Let's see what this is. Former President Donald Trump increasingly looks unbeatable in 24 Republican presidential primary, but some bigwig GOP donors are still trying to find someone else to rescue the party. Top CBS News elections reporter Robert Costa of the Washington Post opinion piece says that donors are alarmed by Trump's resilience and they're looking for uh, Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin maybe to jump into the race and uh, that people like Youngkin, he, he did kind of won overwhelmingly there in Virginia. He seemed like a good conservative kind of a guy. And they're, they're going after it. They, they, they don't want Trump. It's, it's the big, the big GOP donors, you know, the, you know, the time, the establishment type scared to death of Trump. Also see that's, that's, it's such a, it's just a weird game to me. You know, when Trump won the first time he, he beat, he had to beat his own party, you know, cause they didn't want him in there either. And then he had to beat the Democrats. He had to beat the Hillary machine. He had to beat the FBI. And he had to beat all those people. And he did it. And he's out there leading again, big time. So it, it'll be it'll be fascinating to see. What is this? Uh, so we're, we're coming in at the end of the year. Like this, we're gonna be it's gonna be upon us before you know it. I, I know it's still a year out, but it, it it's gonna be interesting. Somebody said, "Where is Wendy Chevy on the Wendy Chevy tax line?" That's a good question. It's out there on the north side of Oak Mulgee, right on Highway 75. I don't have an actual address, but if you know where Oak Mulgee is, if you don't, look at it on a map. And Wendy Chevy is right on the highway, Highway 75, the B line. And it's right on the north side of town. And you can't miss it. I mean, if you go out the north side of town, look to the east, you'll see Wendy Chevy, Chevrolet. And Tony Booth is the owner. Tony's a good guy. He, he's He's got a few other dealerships around Oklahoma. He's an Oklahoma guy, and he's he's wanting to really make a splash here in in Okmulgee and do do some deals and sell a bunch of cars. And the only way you sell a bunch of cars is you better make the deals right. So get on out there to Wendy Chevrolet. Okay, so there's that. So what else are you people saying on the Wendy Chevy text line? Let's see what we have on all American devices, phones, TVs, etc. Okay, that that was 15 minutes ago. I have no idea what that was talking about. Here's a, another one coming in from, from a little while ago. They threw all the money at education with no results. Lots of new buildings, football fields, not actually teaching our kids. That's the problem. You know, you go to some of these big schools and you look at their stadiums. It is, <laughs> it's unbelievable. I mean, from where I grew up in Sayre, right? Sayre, America. The football stadium out there. And then you go up to Tulsa and you go to Union or Jinx. Somewhere, Edmond, where was these? It is, it's unbelievable. Like, it looks like you're playing a college deal. It's wild, man. The money, the taxes. And yeah, you wonder, are you teaching, are they teaching the kids anything besides, you know, pronouns? I mean, I mean, you know, the his, her, zize, they, them, whatever. Are we teaching them stuff? How are we doing in the teaching part? Are we, are we growing? Are the kids getting smarter? Are we, with all the money, and I agree with you, you can't just throw money at the problem and hope it's, it's all going to fix it. It doesn't always fix the deal. Many times does not. 
Exactly right. I'll try to keep up the better with these uh, texts. Sorry about that for those that I didn't know what you're talking about. Keep them coming. 918-756-3646. Text or call. One number will do it all. So I don't know if they're going to get Yunkin into the deal. We'll have to wait and see if he's going to if he's going to take that bait or not. He may or may not want to jump into the race. I don't know why anybody wants to jump into politics in the first place. Here's another text. Wait and see. I think the presidential race will be Donald Trump and Gavin Newsom. Now that is probably right on the money. I don't think Joe Biden's going to last. <laughs> right? I don't think they really want him to last either. I mean, to be honest, they want somebody else. And they got this slimy greaseball of a guy. Kevin Newsom, not Kevin, Gavin, is the slimiest, smarmiest politician out there. That slick back hair and phony smile and just all the corrupt things that he does. You, how do people not see through that? Like in a minute, in a second. When I see that guy, I'm like, no, phony. 100% phony, 110% phony baloney. But that's but he's Nancy, Nancy Pelosi's son, uh, uh, nephew. He's into politics, got all the power, got all the people. I mean, governor of California, that's kind of a big deal. And he's, DeSantis offered to debate him though, right? So I don't know. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think that's who it's going to be most likely. Somebody else texting in here that President Trump said he was going to sell oil to Europe to get the deficit down. Well, we were exporting oil back in the day when he was president. And not anymore. We got the tanks about half empty, I think, over at Cushing. I don't know where we are on that deal. You know, the Federal Reserve, the Strategic Oil Reserve, Ding Dong was draining it. I tell you what, the Biden policies are a disaster. Absolutely a disaster. The labor strike continues and maybe expanding. According to ABC News, the UAW still not happy. Labor strike against the three big manufacturers expected to expand further today amid the ongoing contract negotiations. If no deal is reached overnight, the UAW will deliver remarks at 10 a.m. Eastern time and where they're going to strike next. They represent 150,000 American auto workers and blah, blah, blah. I talked to a dealer or two yesterday. It hasn't affected them yet as far as, you know, getting cars and stuff like that, but it could at some point. After the unprecedented strike began, Ford laid off 600 workers who assembled cars at a plant in Michigan on September 15th. Workers in the plant department at nearby plant are on out on strike. Uh, blah, blah, blah. On September 22nd, uh, Fain announced 38 new strike locations targeting GM and Stellantis. God, what a disaster. What a dadgum mess. Unbelievable to me. I don't know where you stand on all that, but still crazy. Okay, I saw this last night. It has nothing to do with politics. You'll be glad to know. This is a, It's about your health. How many of you, raise your hand, you don't sleep well? Me. I, I toss and turn all night long. And this is, here's, a, here's what this guy says. 
it's, it's probably right, but I, there's probably no way I'm going to do this. Stop. It's a three, two, one method. The three, two, one. Stop e eating three hours before bedtime. Well, that sounds good, but that's hard to do. Now for, for some of us at work all day long and you eat late. That's the, that's the three, three hours before bed, quit eating two hours before bed, no liquids. And that's also difficult. So I'm drinking right up to the time. I slip my end of the old sheets pretty much. And then one hour before bed, stop looking at your screens, your iPad or your iPhone, or your television screen. Stop one hour. It's a three, two, one eating, drinking and screen time. Then they say that'll help you really get a better night of sleep. Some of you try that. Let me know how it goes. I'm if I, if I hear testimony, I might, <laughs> I might try one of those or two. I don't know. I, I just, I just toss and turn all night long. I don't know. Hey, it, by the way, too, my son, one of my sons suffers with insomnia and he's tr struggling, trying to figure out what to do. He's been to doctors and he's frustrated with the doctors who just go, well, I don't know. We could try that sleeping pill. If that one's not working, we'll try another one. Instead of like, well, what's the problem? Let's get to the issue of what's causing me not to be able to sleep well. And if any of you people have a remedy for that, man, I'm all ears. Cause I, I can't even imagine like not being able to sleep at all. Right. I mean, it's one thing to roll over and go back to sleep. That's another thing not to sleep at all. So anyway, let me know if y'all have any uh, remedies for that. All right. Tony, what is she saying? Wouldn't it be interesting to see DeSantis against Newsom on the ballot? Complete opposites on how their states handle the major issues to freedom, rights, business growth, capitalism, federal overreach, etc. That would be good. Like these two governors battling it out. Yeah, because, you know, one of the talking points right off the top of my head, I'm thinking more people left California than any other state. And where'd they go? Florida. Florida gained more people than anybody in the, in the country. Like, hello. <laughs> hello. Yeah, he would, he would he'd chew him up, spit him out. DeSantis would, would own him on that deal, I think. That would be interesting, but how is he going to get Trump knocked off the, 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 the pedestal upper? I don't know. That's, that's the big question. Uh, somebody else texting in on the Wendy Chevy text line. I think that if Donald Trump is an overwhelming shoe in, there will be a war canceling the election. Whew. You think so? That's pretty drastic, but hell the Democrats do anything to stay in power. I mean, anything I wouldn't put a pass in at all or martial law, no election. Just like Zelensky did. Somebody else texting in here on the windy Chevy text line. I don't think they wanted Biden to last as long as he has, but the vice president did not turn out to be the person they thought she would be. I saw uh, an article the other day said, uh, she has been voted the worst president in the last vice president in the last 40 years. Or maybe ever. I can't remember what it was. She was terrible. <laughs> She's so dumb. I'm telling you, a box of rocks has more IQ than, than that gal. She's totally ridiculous. Whew. Somebody's texting there, drink a few cold beers and then hit the sack. That works. You think? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe sure. Saw this, Jordan Peterson tweeting out, the world clearly needs more two-spirited teachers. This is an odd deal. Now, you people need to, we talk about this, this weird stuff happening in education. This is some of the weirdest stuff I've ever seen. 
Now, I don't know what Peel, I don't know what school, Peel School District Board. Who, where is, where is that? The Peel District School Board. We're going to have to Google that one because I, I, I need to know. And I, I didn't want to do all that. Now, stop. Where, let's see if this tells me where this is. Uh, Brampton, Caledon, Mississauga. This must be in the UK or something. Uh, okay, I don't know. Let, let me just tell you what, what this school is doing. And then we can just go, because it's going to be other schools that want to do this kind of craziness. Where did the story go? Here it is right here. They got some new guidelines. And they want to prioritize the LGBTQIA plus XYZ agenda. Here's what it says. Here's some of the action steps, okay? Commits to the following actions. 5.1. Here's it. Develop an equity and fairness in employment strategy to ensure and instill fairness and equity in the PDSB employment practices for employees from equity-deserving groups, including two-spirit and LGBTQIA plus employees and with all communications. Number two, prioritize mentoring and supporting two-spirit and LGBTQIA plus staff to move to positions of responsibility. Uh, review, evaluate, update equity practices and policies, including gender identity, expression, pronoun usage, and the transition process. This is all in the school district, okay? Promote intersectionality, collaboration between ERGs to further inclusivity and solidarity, blah, blah, blah. So, so anybody know what two-spirit is? We've got to promote and support two-spirit people. Two-spirit people? Has anybody even heard of this? Two-spirit. <laughs> what? What insanity is, is that's just totally demonic. So we're going to look up two spirit meaning, uh, because this is some new thing out there. Uh, this, what does this say? Traditionally native American, two spirit people were male, female, and sometimes intersexed individuals who combined activities of both men and women with traits unique to their status as two spirit people. In most tribes, they were considered neither man nor women. They occupied a distinct alternative gender status. Okay, I see this is all new to me. Is this some Native American thing? You, we got any Native Americans that know anything about this? Although two-spirit implies to some a spiritual nature, they, one holds the spirit of two, both male and female, traditional Native Americans, First Nations. Okay, interesting. Well, I didn't know that. They, have, they identify as having both masculine and feminine spirit. <laughs> okay. Look, I don't believe in all that BS, honest to God. I, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but I mean, yeah, look, you might have, you might be in touch with your feminine side. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Guys, let's say, or gals, you might be a somewhat of a tomboy, whatever. You you know, you would like to build fence and drive tractors. Okay. That doesn't make you too spirit. Oh, come on, let's be real. God himself gave you a spirit. He created your one spirit. You don't have two spirits. You have one. Now, you can be oppressed by a spirit, a demonic. You can be possessed by a demonic spirit, but you are not two-spirit in yourself. That's how I see it. Psh. So, I don't know. I, I think this is just some 
and now it's become in vogue, no doubt, in some of our schools and society, because society has lost its ever-loving mind. You know what I mean? It's, it's gone crazy out there. Absolutely. Bananas. I forgot about this. Fayroy, back to the sleeping thing, says, get a cherry pie, eat a slice about an hour before bedtime. I'll kiss your foot if you don't go to sleep with the results right now. So, Fayroy talked about this a while back. Years ago, we talked about eating cherries before bed. I think I tried that one time. I, I, I think I think I might have tried. Maybe I didn't. Is there any truth to that? Is there something in cherries that makes you go to sleep, people? I don't know. We need to know. We need to know. All right. Oh, yeah. So, oh, so the Peel School District is in Canada. Mississauga, Canada. Well, thank you, Trisha, for that. Trisha, the tradio lady, is is chiming in. And so Canada has a lot of, uh, well, they wouldn't be Native Americans now, would they? <laughs> They'd be natives, I guess, or whatever. You know, maybe they're into some of that stuff. Um, what our country needs is more prisons and more long-term mental institutes and then fill them up. Well, <laughs> uh, we don't need to be letting them all go. That's for sure. What we need to do is fix the people before that. So they don't have to go to prison, which starts in the home, fix the home. Then you don't be sending all these kids to prison because they're not committing all the crimes and they're going to be better human beings. And you see what I'm saying? That's. That's what needs to happen. We don't need to just, the answer is, that's like putting a Band-Aid on cancer or something, you know, build more. I mean, not, not to say we don't need more prisons. They say bump up your magnesium intake to improve sleep. Magnesium. You people are coming up with all kind of stuff. Pharaoh always wants me to ask my computer. Also, on the Wendy Chevy text line, you guys are burning it up. Leftists are going state by state to file lawsuits under 14th Amendment to keep Trump off the ballot. All they need is a few battleground states to agree, and we'll need another Republican leader. Yeah, I know it. And, and there was somebody tried to do that here in Oklahoma. You know, that's stupid. Of course, that's not not, not going to happen here. I mean, we are the reddest of the red. Um, but yeah. So. Pam is telling us, yes, Feinstein has passed away. It will be interesting how the vote will go in the Senate until her seat is filled. Can't be appointed or does an election have to be held? Her term is up in 2025. You see, I don't know the details of how that's going to happen. I mean, I don't know. Because votes will go on. I don't know. She'll probably just be you know, absent. <laughs> no pun intended. But yes. Yes, she's she's passed on. So anyway, so got lots of lots of stuff going, lots of conversations going here. We got cherries, we got sleep, we got magnesium, we got Feinstein, we got Trump, we got we got it all going on at one time. We got the Wendy Chevy, two hundred dollar Ivan Funk deal going on out there. We got lots. We got lots. What else was in the news? What do we got? We got two spirit people. It's craziness. Crazy. Crazy, I tell you, it's crazy. Okay, and so here's... Now, we already talked about that. We already talked about it. Target is announcing it's shutting down multiple locations in Portland, Oregon due to rampant theft and safety problems 
in the leftist city of Portland, Oregon. Walmart already shuttered all of its Portland stores earlier this year. Nike permanently closed its iconic MLK Junior Boulevard location. Now Target is closing nine stores in Portland, Seattle, New York, etc., because of all the crime and the stuff. Can you imagine? We've let it go, man. These rioting, undocumented shoppers going bananas. Cops can't handle them. They all, they come in in the, you know, in the dozens and dozens. They just come. You've seen all the videos. I don't know, man. How, how do you defunding the police? Maybe it didn't work out so well, right? <laughs> oh my gosh! More disastrous policies of these leftist liberal cities like Seattle and Portland. What a friggin' disaster. All right, another survey. According to ABC, nearly half adults in the United States plan to get the newly recommended COVID-19 vaccine, according to the results from a survey released Wednesday. And like it was people like, who are they surveying? <laughs> I said Democrats. That's who they're surveying. <clears throat> and... uh Somebody here, there's a little meme guy getting a, getting a shot here. He's like, what variant does this protect me against? And the doctor says, you're actually helping transgender Ukrainians fight global warming. <laughs> Doesn't protect you from any variant. Actually, sir, this is about transgender Ukrainians and global warming. Did you not know that? Yes. So, uh, either the survey is total, you know, what's the word bullshit <laughs> or, or they're, they're just surveying Democrats. I don't know who in the world would go out there and get this extra booster for the vaccine. I mean, seriously, do you know anybody that would do that? Oh my gosh. Here's a funny one. Did I, did I play this before you already? Let me, what time we got here? Eight man about to run out of time, but this is pretty funny. Matt Gates, he, he's just been in the news lately. Hasn't he a lot? And he's making a reference to bribing politicians. And he's talking about the Bob Mendez deal. You, you, the gold bars. Remember the, the, I mean, be keeping up with that deal. He had gold bars and he's getting cars and coats stashed with cash. I don't even know what all is going on. Here's what uh, representative Gates said about it. You are your record. And our record in this country right now is $33 trillion in debt facing $2 trillion annual deficits. We're in so much debt. We're driving up deficits so fast. We are devaluing American money so rapidly that in America today, you can't even bribe Democrat senators with cash alone. You need to bring gold bars to get the job done just so that the bribes hold value. <laughs> That's pretty clever right there. I mean, it's like, because cash is no good anymore. This devalued, I need gold bars to back the cash. Okay. I need, you know, if you want to get these things done, I am your guy, but it's, a, I'm going back to the gold standard. My bribes are the gold standard bribes. Okay. I need gold bars in a, in a, in a big trunk. That's hilarious. I mean, it's sad, right? But it's still hilarious. Unbelievable. Well, we have only a few remaining moments. By the way, we've got a ball game tonight. We've got uh, Beggs going to Victory Christian. 
And uh, we're going to be broadcasting live on a brew TV sports. Almost forgot all about that. My apologies. Sam Harbin bringing the, the action to play by play. He'll be sitting uh, on top of the press box. No doubt. That's what we did last time at victory Christian. Their press box is tiny. And so they stick us on top, but the weather's going to be nice. So that'd be good. It's actually pretty nice when the weather's nice. That's a seven o'clock kickoff bags and victory Christian at victory Christian. You can watch it live on our brew TV sports by going to the website, listen to the brew.com and you'll see brew TV sports. And that's where it's going to be. That's where it lives in perpetuity. As a matter of fact, then we archive all those games. If you ever want to go back and see one, that's where it's going to be right there. Okay. All right. All mine's clear. Let me see what we've got a couple more things here. We need more diversity in looting. <laughs> I know it. I've, I've noticed that myself. It's, it's not necessarily a diverse crowd. Vicky says, good morning. I, I hope you're not just now joining us, Vicky. We started this program like a long time ago, but anyway, thanks for the meme. There's a little songbird singing. Good morning. It's a feel good Friday. It, it is. It's great. Look, I hope you guys feel good. I hope you feel good now. I hope you feel good the rest of the day. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. The weather's going to be nice. Get out and enjoy it. You, you have to mentally go there and make yourself. Sometimes, you know, you're just going to be happy. You've got to choose to be happy. Look to the good. Don't look at the lack. Okay? Don't focus on your lack like Adam and Eve did when they walked through the garden. They had all this abundance over here, but they were looking at what they didn't have. Don't do that. Look at your positive. Look at the... All the things you have to be positive about, okay? That's how we're going to end this one today on a high note. You guys have a fantastic weekend. We'll come back, round back up next week. Stand by for Tradio. That's coming up right now with Trisha Bailey.